Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Happy Friday. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey. <laughs> um, I'm watching Love Island UK season eight, the most recent season. How is it? Oh. <laughs> It's good. I've never really, wa- I've only watched like one or two before. So I'm, this is the first time I'm really giving it like a proper, mm-hmm. a proper watch. And there's truly a contestant from Turkey. There's always one from Turkey. She's British. She's from Essex, but she lives in, she's of Turkish descent. And she lives in Turkey and works as a soap opera actress. Cool. Her name is Ex- Eki Sue. Love it. I'm obsessed with her. She kind of ha- gives like Chriselle energy. And she just comes in like a late arrival to mix things up, which I always love. And she just like is after this one Italian named Davide. Davide. I love that name. And there's this, it's a wild, like it's, it's so crazy. Obviously there's like a cultural barrier, but like I'm, I understand 40% of what these people are saying at any given time. Do you watch with subtitles? No. I would need subtitles because their accents are so thick. They're so thick and they're all like, like some are from Wales, some are from Liverpool. I like that they're from like random locations in the UK. Yeah, like a Manchester or like... Are there any from Cornwall? No, there's one from North Yorkshire. Mm -hmm. There's one from Brighton, which I've been... His name is Luca. And he is a fish seller, which I think is hot. Until um, you smell them. Until you smell, yeah, I'd let After him. After a long day's work. I'd let him. Really? Yeah. Worth the yeast infection? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'd get yeast and mule. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just, it's crazy. And there's this one contestant named Gemma, who's 19, who literally looks like she's That's young. 45. Love. She has like three inches of makeup on she's burnt to a crisp she's a dressage or a dressage really mm-hmm. competition mm-hmm. She, tra- she goes i travel around europe wow so is she from a rich family i think so love that for she has her. 12 horses okay yeah, yeah. so she is but she's <laughs> nine but she's 19 and it's like i'm that she has the self-possession of like a 40 year old mm-hmm She's worldly. She's worldly, but like in a way where it scares me because I'm like, wow, you're so like cynical already. Yeah. But she's. She knows things. But when I hear that, I'm like, I can't even fathom being that young anymore. Me neither. Like I can't. Were... I don't even believe that I was ever that young. Me, maybe not me either. Right. 19? Who's 19? I don't know. Never. I've never been 19. I came out when I was 19. But that feels like I felt old when I came out. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. It's, it's very strange to think back about like 19 and 20. Being 20 is insane. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazier. But being 19, like, and she's the she's the queen of the show, this 19-year-old. Yeah, as she should be. <laughs> Miss 12 Horse. I just like... You should watch it, though. I know. A lot of people have said that to me, and I've really tried. But at the same time, it's so many episodes. It's like too daunting for me. Well, The Bachelor's similar. Yeah, but even that's like, like, I'm truly on my phone at this point, 
for most of the time that I'm watching The Bachelor. The Bachelor's hard. But see, it's it's I, and too... I don't even have to like fast forward through commercials anymore. Like yeah. but I'm just like, okay. Like I just can't. Well, it's also like that is a whole that's a universe that I just can't fully puncture. Like I can't insert my like it feels and I know like a lot of queer people watch it and I but it feels like so hetero that it's like almost indecipherable to me. Do you know what I mean? It's one of the most delusional cultural entities. The Bachelor. Yeah. The yeah. Bachelor and Bachelorette, like Bachelor Nation. I'm watching it and I'm like, how on earth are you able to say that you're feeling connected to anyone that's here? You've spent maybe two days max with one of these people it's so it's you don't know you have no idea who this person is they have no idea who you are all you've done is like film scenes together so there's no yeah. world in which like you could be experiencing a true and real connection to this person that's based on like relationship longevity or personality i it is but i believe that they feel that they're making a connection because I think once you enter the space, it's like being, I feel like this, and that's like the genius of the Bachelor Nation is like this world that, or this universe they've created is like so realized. They basically just take them hostage. They do, but they're like, their brains, I feel like it's like you're rolling when you're, the minute you enter that universe and you become part of it to these people who, who, the craziest part is like these later they've been they've grown up with the bachelor so they're like well versed in it they know everyone it's like kind of like the marvel universe or like sports mm -hmm. like they know all the players so when you've been marinated in this and it's your brain has like been partly developed by watching this shit by the time you're on it you're delusional but all these people are so the same like no, even in housewives universe they're all so different from each other and they each bring very discernible elements to the table these and people... in the bachelor i'm like you could interchange any one of right. these people out like they literally it just is the most boring bland I know. basic people that have no discernible traits one from the next but except ma maybe colton who was gay that's like the only like i don't remember yeah i have like well that's why but that's why there's certain like colton before he came out when he was on bachelor in paradise he had like a complete nervous breakdown on the show because he was clearly because women wanted to fuck him and he did not want he did to not want to engage with a vagina. And that's fine. But he had a complete and it was like that was compelling. And yeah. when, when someone has something different about them, it's it they they like implode because mm -hmm. the show does not foster an environment where someone who has any kind of even if it's not even that special, but any kind of different a piece of their puzzle that's different they are like removed from the show it's like it's like a homogenous yeah it's like digestible part like undigestible parts people are chewed up and then it's like a nope when it rains down like the coins and stuff it's like people who just didn't fit 
there was one guy who had like a complete breakdown and he was drunk and he was throwing things and he went crazy on pa- in paradise in paradise and i think that's the key is to watch bachelor in paradise bachelor so paradise is great but it but he i mean he was unwell and scary but he was also kind of funny yeah unwell and scary people are often hysterical and that one girl demi who's like bisexual don't know her but she like she didn't really f- and it's like it's so interesting to watch these people who are just like not they're, they stick out like a sore thumb and it's almost like they are destroyed because it's not even like they're alienated. They're just completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Colton was destroyed in the sense that he stalked a girl and like put a tracker on her car. <laughs> that's what the, that's what it did to him. It drove that's him. That's the gayest thing I've ever it's heard. The, it's so gay. It's the gayest <laughs> stalking ever. But he still like had charges pressed on him. And it was like, wow. Oh, he had a restraining order on him. Okay, that's fantastic. I love that, like, saga. That would be a really good movie, actually. He was so worried that she, I think she was going to, like, out him, that he put a literal, like, tracker on her car. Wow. And was, like, obsessed with keeping tabs on her. I'm like, babe, just, like... Well, he's certainly get gay. Get some loads. Like, he's, he's get gotten, some loads in you and relax. Have people, have we gotten load feedback? People loved load talk. Well, load talk, they said change them change the game and i'm proud of our load i'm talk. proud of all the load seekers out there i'm proud of colton for finally getting I was like, off should his... i seek loads is something that even occurred to me do you want to take do you want to be like a load person i don't know i just thought like maybe well, there's honey, something there you better get that too much you better get that so much mp vaccine before you no i can't <laughs> that's like what that's one of the many barriers to like load nation well, there's you're I was like, okay, maybe if I had I think the way to get loads as a woman um is that you have to have a load partner. Like I would need just like one person that's dedicated to loads, but that can like it really needs I would say the goal would be three loads a day. It's a from lot. From the same person? From the same person. So they have a lot. Does he outsource loads? No, he provides the loads. So you're only, you're not talking, because this is where it gets tricky and we talked about it on the pod, but like when you're a woman and you're seeking, lo- woman seeking loads, like y- there's a chance that you're going to get murdered. Yeah. So you shouldn't maybe. <laughs> this is a vet, not a stranger. It would take a lot of interviews and vetting and then also just being like, can you provide a load in like, you have less than five minutes each time to provide a load because i'm clock. really i'm busy like i wind a, up that yeah i don't have much time well that's what colton said yeah <laughs> colton <laughs> and colton went out there and he got his loads and he now he's happy and he's getting married and he did you know he stalked a woman and was like it's being a predator that, but he, yeah he you know he atoned i guess within his being different he ultimately found sameness oh he he went the he w- he was gay for a month before he was engaged. Yeah, basically, like like he was really aligned with the homogenous ethics oh, of yeah. Bachelor Nation. He just needed to admit that he wanted male loads. He, <laughs> <laughs> he he was a load. He wanted he M C seeking L Colton mm-hmm. seeking loads, and he. <laughs> Colt, instead of Rachel getting married, Colton getting, Colton getting loads. <laughs> but he went out and got him. But within that time, he got engaged and is now married or almost married. It's it, he's the prototype of like 
straight people are like, oh, I I can access that. Yeah. He's, he's just like us, except he likes loads. Mm-hmm. I challenge, like, if I were a marriage counselor, I would give couples that are struggling, like, a load quota. And I'd be like, you need to get, I'd say, like, 100 loads in this month. Oh, my God. That is literally... I'd say you need wait, to get okay, 50. Okay, so there's, I think 50. There's 30 days in a month, 31 days in a month. Or no, 28 days is a technical month. I want, so you're talking, okay, I'd say 30 loads. You're talking, that's still one and a half loads a day. Make it happen. Oh my. Let's check in after you God. reach, after 30 loads. And I want to know what the journey was like. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's a make or break. Like, we'll know. This is my, this is like my couples therapy, like the self-help book I would write is like the 30 load challenge. The loads, the, the load loads challenge, keep the score. The loads keep the score and you'll know after the 30th load if you're, if you can still be in this relationship or not. This is going to be your way to get on Goop, to get an interview with Gwyneth is like you. Load challenge. You, the load challenge, like you, she'll be like. I think Gwyneth would like this and would agree that the load challenge is necessary. This is how you're going to make your millions. I cha- I want like you're gonna you're gonna capitalize in on some listeners. I know there are a lot of listeners with partners, and specifically, I know there are a lot of female listeners with male partners. Not, I mean, the gays can do this too, but I feel like it's more. You're, you're talking to like I feel like this is for like straight, unhappy house. people. Yeah, if you're in a relationship. That's like iffy, and I know some of you are. I just know it, or just a relationship that's like there's love and foundation. Yeah, you you just just gotta like spice it up a little. I want at least one couple, please, one couple commit to the thirty day load challenge. (laughs) I we're starting on August nineteenth when this episode comes out, and like by September, or if you just need time to like negotiate your load challenge. Let's do the month of September as load timber. And I want to know, like, if it makes or breaks. I need, like, updates. And if you... Yeah, okay. I think we... Okay, we can just... We don't have to launch anything right away. We can ease into this load timber. This is a soft launch. This is a soft launch. Of but load timber is going... It's coming up. So I think let's all... Let's see. Start, let's you know see... What? Where we stand and be ready to get into load timber to make a load commitment. And I will also, I'll commit to like a load or two. You know what I've started saying to my dog? <laughs> I've started saying, we start saying, um, when he's about to go out to go to the bathroom, we say, you should probably start thinking about getting ready to go out. <laughs> to I say that to Mango. So I say, and I, I think this is a nice gentle way to approach anything in life is like, you should, Just, you should probably start thinking about taking loads. You should probably start thinking about how many loads you're going to take in the month of <laughs> September. How many loads can you commit to? Me? Yeah. I don't... You're in a position where you need to really lead the charge. As a gay man, Listen, it's your responsibility... To load it up? To be... Or to take loads? To be a load... A load leader. I, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. You should probably start thinking... I, I'm a little... I'm... I should probably start thinking about, about my... the load number okay. you're willing to commit to. I think, okay, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge, and this is really. I got a little stone last night, and I was thinking, like, 
You were, I you're going, really radicalized by low I'm radicalized talk. by low talk. You're inspired by the gays on Twitter, the, the, the low <laughs> the Twitter. Sniffy's gays. You were inspired by that. I am. I sent you, and I sent you that one who got his account suspended. He's like to a king. Fallen comrade. Yeah. Our but load soldiers. We support. We lost many along the way. We did. But like, I was literally thinking like, could I even, how would I even achieve this? And there's so many parameters. Like, I would need, oh, you really need like a committed load partner. I, I think there's, Life there's does a lid not, for every pot. Loads are I, going extinct. Life is, at this day and age, everything's working against you to get the loads that you deserve. <laughs> there's a lot of factors in this world right now, be Huge. it viral, be it whatever. That Huge are, barrier to entry to getting loads. And you know, just just thinking now and i said you still have a lot of time in your life and i said we might not i don't know if we have a lot of time we don't know anything nothing's for certain things are fading so like get on that load horse like we <laughs> should to probably start thinking about how many loads we want to have in us before we die and that... really make like a load bucket list commitment before, when i think about it that way floods? i'm like i need 600 loads before the mega flood wipes out la because of the atmospheric river. Make it a mega flood of semen into whatever place you need it. Do you think people, do you think a bachelor, what if they, what if that became like a factor? How many loads? Well, that's the fantasy suite. <laughs> fantasy suite, fantasy. I'd be like, you need, we need to get three or four loads. <laughs> no, I fantasy think this is where you, this is, you come in as like a, a coach. You guys need to really start thinking about loads. I should be the host of The Bachelor. They did actually do like they're in Amsterdam and they had people. I was shocked at this twist. They did like kind of a BDSM challenge where they had one girl like whipping the guys with their shirts off. And I was like, wow, they really like this is a lot. for. I was like, they straightified this. But like I was also proud. But then I also got me thinking loads are not far off the horizon and honestly, I think if I was on The Bachelor, I think the smartest thing to do is pr- not fuck the guy if you want him to choose you because he's going to always want what he can't have. That's just like psychological facts. But if you're a load seeker and you cannot deny your load truth, the tactic I would use is to be like, we need five loads tonight in this fantasy suite. And just ring him out. So he has nothing left to give. It is, you go full Fast and Furious on loads. I think it's it's always shrunking to me when I see the fantasy suites. Like, it is a disgusting <laughs> it's like ritual. A, it's foul. It's, it's literally... Like, there was one where they were in Finland. And these little, like, glamping yurt, like, hiyagis. Mm-hmm. And I was convinced that they didn't actually film it in Finland. And they were just filming it in, like, Minnesota. Yeah. But it was just he literally the next morning he'd be like, and they were all next to each other, one after like all the cabins. And he was like, gotta head over. And I was like, you are treating these are women are being looked at as dogs. They're being sex trafficked. They're being this is across like, international borders. He's like ABC he's, sex traffics. But he's like, hey, gotta go. I'm sorry, I gotta go. And it's like, you were leaving to go deposit loads. Come in someone else. Yeah. And it's like these people are it it, it literally made me it made my it disgusted me on such a level that i was actually like could not believe what i was seeing it's crazy and and the women are just like all right you gotta go do it you gotta and i'm like oh my god like i am not approved by any means and like whatever but like 
it it's disgusting. Well, that was the drama last season is that like there were three women left and then one of the women said to the bachelor she was like if you have sex with someone in the fantasy suite like i'm out good and i'm like that's the way to be like you should all be denying but no one ever does that well yeah because you're in this like desperate moment you just want loads and you believe like you've been brainwashed into thinking that like this is all part we of have it. to see this through like this is all part of it how would i even know if i don't like fuck and suck with this person it's, it's, it's which actually- is kind of also true like if you were dating and in a committed relationship where you're both like i'm falling in love with you like, yeah, you want to, like, consummate and load out. But, like, if that's happening with multiple people, it's actually the most psychotic show. It's so great. It's like Martha Marcy May Marlene. It is. It's sex tra- international sex trafficking intrigue. Also, they're on just being take. They are taken in, on a cruise ship. They've been on a cruise ship, like, this entire season. Yeah, where are they? They're the only people on this huge cruise ship. They have hometown visits next week. It's seven weeks in. She's meeting people's families. I'm like, you don't even know this person. I mean, you could say that about Jersey Shore. Yeah, but they, to me, have more of a connection in like the two weeks of time they've known each other than any one of these Bachelor contestants have with each other. And they are free with their loads within the group. Oh, Jersey Shore, their load positive. Yeah, so September. Their load. (laughs) What? Their load positive on Jersey Shore. It just sounded bad. I think you should start thinking about your load shame. Any feelings around load shame? Honey, I have no... I am... Or like like just load reticence. I'm... I do have reticence with speaking... About your own load. Speaking freely about your own load journey. Yes. Which I guess maybe I'm a hypocrite. No, but I also... I'm like, as a woman... It's kind of taboo to want loads. You are, but I'm willing. I'm clutching my I'm pearls willing. a little at this I know. talk. That's just my Catholic New England. Loads or, bring out. We all need to start thinking about loads. Loads need- are the re- <laughs> the future is loads. They it literally might be. The it future. actually is. Ask like any. And I'm ask not just, Elon Musk. But ask- I'm not. It's not just about re- reproduction. Loads being the future is just loads. Nick and Elon, Nick and Elon are like obsessed with breeding. Yeah, if you ask and Elon's dad. Yeah, if you ask them, they would agree. Loads of the future. Loads are the future. They certainly agree. So does the Daily Mail. Yeah. Oh, Daily Mail loves a load. Wait, really fast. Switching gears from loads. I sent on the docket <laughs> a tight ten on loads. A, a, di- a tight ten on loads in Bachelor Nation. This is a crazy thing that we'll get into right before we talk about because it kind of relates. Our ladies. Oh yeah, let's see. Kathy this. Hilton's daughter is involved in it. <gasps> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on MeUndies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. So there's a startup called Colossal Biosciences. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a startup that's partially funded by the Hemsworth brothers and Paris Hilton. And oh, I saw something about this. They're committing to resurrecting Jurassic Park style a marsupial oh, yeah. slash wolf called the thylacine <laughs> that was went extinct in 1930 because it was causing like it's a terrifying okay but what is their reasoning i kept seeing this and they were like they're gonna bring it back and i was like okay like i don't i truly why and i don't have time or energy for this but now i need to know it's sick why do they want to bring it back just because they want to play god i think so they they got rid of it because it was like i think it was killing sheep so it was like to protect the livestock they got rid of it the tasmanian tiger it's ter- it looks like the bear skeleton bear and annihilation Why does it have red eyes i hate it and i hate the name thylacine isn't that what it's called thylacine it was last seen in 1930 when it was shot by a farmer for trespassing on its land when he did so he inadvertently wiped the last of his species in the wild in the face of the planet forever or so we thought damn what if you were the They're farmer who fucking... I'd be like this. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dole. Sorry, Dole. <laughs> Colossal Bioscience is a biotech and genetic engineering startup co-founded by the Harvard geneticist George Church plans to de-extinct the Tasmanian tiger by using gene editing technology. They hope to reintroduce the creature to its once native habitats in order to rewild the ecosystems that were damaged after losing the species. I guess maybe they realized it was like an essential piece of the ecosystem there but it really freaks me out that they're i don't want that thing resurrected i look at that they're thing, bringing it back i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it wait there's oh this company also raised 15 million to help bring back the woolly mammoth <laughs> dole how's that coming this is pet cemetery this is yeah. it's a little like if something's dead if something is extinct you know be it I mean, this is my hot take. If something's extinct, be it because of us or just like naturally, then it should be extinct. That's evolution, baby. That's evolution, baby. And like us playing God and trying to bring it back is just like, it's sick to me and it's not going to end well. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to spend that money and try and restore things, you should just be like putting that money into algae because isn't algae the future? Or like desalinization Mm -hmm. or hunger or food shortages. Lake Mead is dry. Yeah. And the thylacine is being brought back from hell where it belongs. <laughs> I'm freaked maybe out. This is, maybe this like is it. just like a way to tax evade, though. If you're just like putting money into this or if you like, this could just be like a fancy way to not have to pay as much taxes for rich people. Regardless, rich people. Because I don't know if they can do it. Rich people, I think they probably can. Rich people putting money into bringing things back from the dead is scares me. Yeah, they should just, they should. Put your money honestly helping people. Homeless, not toothless is a more noble <laughs> than goal the than bringing back the woolly mammoth. They're ice age animals. They're not supposed to be here anymore. We're not, <laughs> we've, I'm not even saying we're any different. Like clearly we're, we're on our way out too, but like it's. It just freaks me out. I just had to share that. But there's one other scientific endeavor that I'm really into is that a Harvard, the head of Harvard science, or like something, some big wig at Harvard 
believes that an alien artifact crashed in the Pacific Ocean in 2014. Mm-hmm. And he's putting, he's raising money to do a deep dive exposition to find this artifact. And he has all this proof of why he thinks it wasn't just like space junk. Because it's apparently like slowed down or something and was accelerating into our universe from interstellar space at a rate that like like a comet or asteroid wouldn't cool so he's and his team want to go down and like comb the ocean floor the pacific floor for this what they think is like maybe a probe i'm like can you guys find malaysia flight 370 while you're down there they're never gonna find that shit when was that when did that crash 2014 i know what if that alien ship crashed into malaysia flight 370 while it went while it went down and that's the secret people on that plane were probably thinking about loads I would not want to find myself on Malaysia Flight 370 about to die and realize I got nowhere near my load goal. <laughs> it's still the scariest thing I've ever heard. The Malaysia 370. I think that they could be connected. Maybe. They're not Pacific Ocean. Well, no, it was well, it was the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Or the South Indian Ocean, which Does is the like the sky think wouldn't the aliens just come and like recover the ship? Or they're like you're on your own. Or they're like, we don't know what ocean. Yeah, we don't know about oceans. We just Ooh. know about space. They go. A lot of things are happening. But the most important thing is to get your loads in order by September. You have. The clock is ticking. Gold. The clock is ticking. You have at least 10 days. Well, with that. With that. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to. Sexy. Unique. Podcast. Podcast. Beverly, Beverly Hells Angels. Nothing. I just had like a pensive moment yeah. after our tight 30 unloads. It's a lot. They need to be discussed. Um, Sorry, cutie. I love that you got stoned and thought about loads. I literally, I truly tried to think strategically about like if I decided to load seat. You have how to be I really careful. Well, no, it would just be me and a partner. No, I know, but you have to be really, you have to discern like a really good load partner. Yeah. And I'm, and it would, it would have to be someone that can, provide the loads i think you'd probably find a lot of load providers yeah my primary load provider your primary caregiver yeah and and but then even making my because i was like after maybe three or four days i know i'm not gonna want any loads anymore and then i'm gonna have to and but that's when the load partner when i'd have to be like you have to make me want your loads it's basically like I'm like, you need to do You're all using, the work. I like the idea of using a man. They have to do most yeah, of the work. That's actually, it's And I'm feminist. down to lay there and like. It's feminist. Take it. 
but you're gonna need to get me into it when I when the last thing I want is a load. You should write a manifesto. My wheels are spinning. I'm inspired. We're unpacking. We're unpacking, but we, could, we can today. do it on the bonus episode. Yeah. But we can also loads. They bring up a lot of feelings. They're they're loaded. They're <laughs> <laughs> that so we, they are. So we come up. Speaking of loaded, we come speaking up. Speaking of loaded, I need one moment, and I meant to say this on last week's episode, but when I was in Vegas, we drove by Paris a couple times, and on the side of that casino is a huge poster for Lisa Vanderpump's Vegas venture. And I had a moment where I was staring Lisa right in the eye and her poster features her surrounded by dogs advertising her Vegas like outpost. And I was just like, this is true power. Well, we now have her and Martha next to each other. She belongs like, to be, you're the only woman really yeah. on one of these posters. You have your own Restaurant. outpost. Like all your hard work has paid off and you're flanked by like a German shepherd. I was like, this is mob boss energy. Bring Lisa back. She's a boss ass bitch on the side of the Paris hotel. Even I was like awestruck and I was like, you don't fuck around when a woman's portrait is with like a German shepherd. And Lisa, she knows that. I think they should bring her back, honestly. I think and I was like, she is Vegas. She is. Like She's she meant to be the there. fact that she has ascended and is now in a place of Vegas. She's in a place of Caesars. Is an incredible accomplishment. It's huge. I thought it was Paris. Their oh, own, it's Vanderpump Perry. They're owned by the same Caesars in Paris or the same oh, thing. Oh, so she, I guess she's opening one in Paris too. Wait, she, I'm confused. It's, no, it's in Caesars. Okay. And it's also But next. then she also has a Paris yeah, I one. Guess so. De- well, does I'm asking I don't know. You. I don't know. I guess she has a new one, but it's owned by the same company. Martha Stewart now has a restaurant in Caesars. This is where the I ladies know, I know they're next to us. they're next to each other. I'm Googling because I wanted because I, I thought that she had that one cocktail garden. But then I thought that maybe she was opening another one. Yeah, there's two. Damn. Vanderpump Cocktail Garden and Vanderpump Up Pity. This is boss shit. That's yeah. next time. How much money is she making? Just racking it up. Anyway, okay. we come up on. <laughs> we're still in the homeless and toothless gala. And that somehow turned into just Kyle's birthday party. Yeah, Dorit goes, happy birthday to Kyle Richards. We're going to sing her happy birthday now. Let's sing it together. And I just wrote, why is this so uncomfortable? This is so weird. Also, like, everyone's still there that bore witness to all the chaos and dysfunction. Also, they're all just continuing to sit at these this horrific table arrangement. They're just staring. And then everyone sings Kyle happy birthday. And Dorit goes, well, we put on a beautiful dinner party. And I was like, did you, though? And then all the men are talking, Rob's sitting down, and PK is like weirdly talking about like his business, his Buca de Beppo ventures. His and I'm like, ventures. what do you do? Yeah, what does he do? He does some, I, sw- I swear in my bones, I feel like in the last three years, the Kemsleys have taken on like a lot, they've come into a lot of money. Something's changed. Something's they probably They probably made a killing like, Stock. I bet it's like stock market or crypto stuff when the pandemic hit. Feels a little shady. Well, they better watch out. And he's they better of... pay. You got. You have to just pay your taxes. Well, Don't think that you can't because they will. The IRS will get you. It just. 
I know that they were coming into financial problems or like they were getting into some trouble recently, like in the last two years. And it's just like to see them now in that farmhouse and all her plastic surgery, everything just look. they just have they just have wealth. Like it looks like they've they're fucking rich right now. Yeah. I'm like and they know they're starting to like mingle hobnob with like real power players. And I'm just like something's something's happening with the Kimsleys. I'll bet it's they made like a, a covid killing on investments or something like that he says to mauricio i know you're the king of real estate but i'm you will bow to the emperor i was like what does that mean and mauricio goes the emperor of what and she goes <laughs> what do you even do real estate and he goes oh i thought you were the king of rock i was like mauricio try and keep up so lay, like, lay off the weed man stop getting blunted 24 7 sudden i wonder though if pk has had any like crypto fallout because crypto's like tanked in the past like couple months something's up i'll bet that's a roller coaster with them sutton says about rena's yelling at her in the previous episode she goes i did not like that at all (laughs) and then it starts and then they look over at the volunteers and the doctor hit the wife of the doctor who should be a housewife yeah and they go you guys can leave garcelle goes you guys can get out now you know, not that we want you to leave, but you just can. And the one woman goes, I'm just eating my dessert. Okay. <laughs> Their faces. I was like, that is. That they were was... dismissed. Damn. I love Crystal. This is the weird part of the night where everyone decides they the one thing they want to talk about. And Crystal goes, well, I want to talk about my eating disorder. And Marina goes, let's do it. <laughs> She's always game. Yeah. And then Crystal talks about her eating disorder. Then Sutton, she goes, I want to talk about. The idea of friends with the, her liabilities. She goes, I had a rough day on Saturday at Rena's. And Rena goes, you did? <laughs> Rena's on one. Yeah. Sutton goes, I received a letter from an attorney, from a lawyer involved in a lawsuit with the Girardis. And EJ goes, I know what they wanted to ask you. EJ goes, you said that shit. You said it. She, the way she bears her teeth at Sutton, I'm like, you are a mad dog. She's mania. Mad dog. Mad Girardi. dog global. But it's a, it's a, one of the firms in Chicago. Yeah. That, and I guess it's because Sutton said that she'd like heard something. So they wanted to follow up. I'm terrified of EJ when she gets, when she snaps. She hates Sutton. I know, but she kind of loves her. Oh, too. she loves her too. She likes the attention, but she also hates the attention. It's like they're weird foreplay with each other. Yeah. And I love they should. I think it'd be good for both of them. I just love the that Sutton will put this out there because everyone else is too afraid to really speak up. And Garcelle will speak up if someone else initiates like Garcelle will back them. But she's no one is brave enough to lead the EJ global charge. And Sutton goes, you were a liability to all of us last year. And that's the truth. That's just plainly the truth of the matter but now the rena ej you know power alliance they're now framing sutton as the liability friend when sutton it's a thin argument it's a thin (laughs) argument it's there's holes cracks it is swiss cheese there cracks in the facade exactly and then out of nowhere diana goes diana (laughs) diana (laughs) goes garcelle I need to discuss things with you, too. And I was like, fuck. Here we go. That's me, Super Mario. Here we go. <laughs> and then I loved 
I just wrote wrong choice, Hinny. And I just love Garcelle's face the minute that she goes, what? <laughs> Danny goes, I feel like you are the most guarded of everyone. And Garcelle goes, okay. <laughs> and she goes, I just feel like I'm trying to get close to you and there's just no way to do it. And Garcelle's like, okay. And it's then like, we had a talk at your Christmas yeah. party and we, you know, we you said that we got off on the wrong foot and I agreed and we haven't seen each other since then. Well, she goes, no, Diana goes, she goes, and you never, you haven't seen me since. And then Garcelle goes, you haven't seen me since. We haven't seen each other. Yeah. Like, what? And then Rina goes, do you hear her though? There's a sign. She goes, do you hear her though? Do you hear her? She's stoned. I don't know. She's like fucked up. And Garcelle and- looks at her and she goes, do you hear her, Rina? She goes, what do you hear? And then Kathy goes, which I loved. Kathy was... Kathy was killing it this was, episode. She was killing it. Kathy is suffering no fools at this point, and it'll ultimately bite her in the ass when she takes her aggression out on a lowly gay. But when in she's this good, moment, she's, good. she's great. She starts like... And this is when you really see that Kathy's... Kathy gets it. Fucking dumb as a fox and is so shrewd and is getting every moment and just plays up that act and she's funny as fuck and like knows how to troll but also i think she knows like but she's also (laughs) when people are being when people are being like really fake like and playing for the cameras she knows exactly when that is and i like that she's not afraid to be like make fun of someone or call them out she is a oldest sister of two actresses the daughter of a state like the ultimate stage mom mm-hmm. the mother of paris hilton she knows when people are and i gotta get tony's head resituated um garcelle goes why do you think i'm defensive and lisa goes fear well she goes like this hmm. fear fear and then she goes, Garcelle this, goes, what am I afraid of? And she goes, I don't know, Garcelle. Why don't you tell me that? She goes, well, you're going to have to ask yourself that question. And I was like, okay, if you're not willing to like, if you're going to come for someone, you need to actually pinpoint exactly what you're trying to say. Like, I don't love the evasive nature of being like, you're afraid. And then someone's like, of what? And then you're like, you have to ask yourself. She, when you, she's dropping an F, the F slur, which is fear when you drop fear in and you have nothing to back it up you are asking it's a bully you're a bully and it's she's going into full like beth grant and donnie darko and she's like the two sides of everything are fear and love (laughs) you come from either one there's no in between that's basically what she's doing she's like she's like you need to approach things from a place of love and then kyle goes okay rena (laughs) don't talk about that when you were literally just barking at everyone for an hour straight which I love Kyle for, like, owning Rena a little. Yeah, that was necessary. Garcelle goes, just once I'd like somebody to go, you know, Garcelle is right. And I was like, honestly, I don't blame you because you are right in your takes most of the time. And Kathy goes, Garcelle, you're right. You're right. And she and then Kyle goes, I think Garcelle's saying she just wants to be supported. And Garcelle's like, thank you for translating for me, but okay, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. And then Rene goes, and then Maurice goes, you girls are out of your mind. You are all crazy. Do you want to go, honey? (laughs) I was like, don't let them drive. Rob and Crystal. I need Rob to get on Propecia. He can, he, he, okay. You think he he has hair to give. I need to say this. 
Propecia, I this. sponsor this podcast. A. Please. Honestly. Someone... Please, God. The amount of like... But here's what I'm saying. If you are a male identifying individual as of a certain wealth bracket... I'm talking about the Prince Harry's. I'm talking about the Prince William. I think Prince Harry, Meghan's got him on something. But Prince, there is no excuse. And bald is sexy. I think bald can be fucking hot. Yeah. I'm not saying. But if you're if you're like trying to hide it a little and it's like, just get on, get something done to fix it. I'm not saying I'm not bald phobic. I, I think bald I love a bald. I love a bald guy. Love bald daddies. I can oh, think of about three that uh, I would take a load. Of. Yeah, same. A hundred percent. I I think it's great. But with Rob, I'm like, he's got. I see. He. You know what I mean? And it's like, just. I didn't notice, honestly. But right. I'm not as tuned in. Well, it was pretty. It was pretty. But hair loss, I'm realizing, is a thing for men and women. <laughs> no, I know. And I'm like terrified of it. Bitch, get on propitiation. I mean, maybe I need to. You don't. You have great no, hair. No, but I was like, you know, uh, you have. Like, I noticed some breakage, and I'm like, is my fucking hairline thinning? Like it, but it really life. it happens. That's just life. Everyone's no, but gonna, it happens to everyone. Everyone's hair as you get older, your hair out. thins and falls out. It's just the way it is. Fucking cruel, but. But I'm just saying. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be if rude. You're, I think if you're. If you find yourself being insecure about your maybe hair he's loss, not insecure. maybe he's happy with it and maybe, it's fine. Maybe Crystal is hot for it. I get the sense that they're hot for each other. Yeah, they fuck. And I like them together. There's loads happening in the right. relationship. Well, then maybe I'm just someone's going to, I'm going to be canceled for my hair loss take, but I speak my truth. No, I think that you're just like, you're tuned in. I'm like, I look at Prince William and I'm like, that could have been prevented. Oh, one thousand percent prevented. He was truly the hottest. He did not have to go down the Prince Serpent Philip. Yeah, he did not. He didn't have to turn Skeletor. He used to be so hot; it was like looking into the sun. Mm-hmm. I don't. And his hair was beautiful. He had a lion's mane of hair, and I just do every time I look at him. I'm like, how did they let this happen? His Maybe hair. he's not allowed. You're that... not allowed to like eat oysters when you're a royal. Really? Yeah. There's like all these weird rules. That's so they're probably up. not allowed to have Propecia. Well, thank God Harry got out. Yeah. Megan's got Megan's like, bitch, you're going straight. She is to the it's PRP. a PRP Propecia. <laughs> we're gonna do a hair transplant, grow you're gonna up. Be on Viagra. Yeah, like it's all we're wrapping it all up. We're in Santa Barbara now, we're baby. Santa... Oh, wait, I re- I think I read there was a gawker like gossip item that megan and katie perry may have beef because they both live in montecito and what's their beef i guess katie perry well she made that comment that infamous comment that megan's dress need maybe could have afforded one more fitting (gasps) she said that and she said we were all thinking it but katie said it and i guess they have daughters that are the same age and maybe you're in the same like social well yeah Mm -hmm. fuck i'll get more info Swish, swish, bish. Anyway. Another one in the basket. But yeah, so Rob and Crystal talk about her eating disorder. Rob's like, you know, he's he's sweet. At the end, he goes, have some wine. I love him. He goes, them talking about her brave Instagram posts. And he goes, you know, I was surprised when you posted that. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Thank you, finally, for like just being honestly addressing 
what is its psychotic thing to do on social media. But he says it in a sweet, loving way. He's su- supportive. And I, that was like, okay, like he's being honest, but it also is like just honoring the fact that and they kind of posting laughed. something on social is not the same as like dealing with a problem. And they kind of laughed about it. Crystal gets it. And then all of a sudden you hear, hello. And <laughs> Kathy Hilton just saunters away in. And I was just imagining her walking into like random homes. Probably. Just snooping around and leaving. She looks like Ellie Mae Clampett. She does. I, what if she just walks in and just like rearranges some things knowing that it would be noticeable to someone? She just like sees a random house, goes in and moves around some chairs. A vase. A vase and then just sort of walks right out. Yeah, Kathy comes in. She gives her two cents, which is like, do what you want. Well, she says, she actually says, she goes, you know, none of us are doctors or therapists on the, in this group. So, you know, take take our advice with a grain of salt. I think that means you should probably be seeking outside help. Yeah. I was like, she's right. I honestly feel for Crystal, like, I really like her. I do too. On the show. She brings, like, a really complicated and layered energy. She's compelling. Yeah. And it is really compelling. And Kathy goes, what do you got for me for food? And she goes, I have some nuts. I have some... She just goes... Crystal's like, yeah, okay. Like, I will. Thank yeah. you for saying that. And there's a beat. And Kathy goes, do you have a cracker? Kathy loves, like, a salty little... She's just, just something to nibble on. She needs, like, a full spread. She needs, like, a TV tray... And she was, I think, a little miffed that they didn't have, like, she did. She beverages. Goes, she goes, and do you have a Diet Coke or something? I was like, this is me when I go over to anyone's house. Like, I want to be greeted with a Diet Coke and cheese and crackers. She goes, wow, I come all this way and all I got are nuts. And she goes, he's like, do you like brie or blue cheese? And she goes, no. Gouda? Yes. Yeah. I'll have some notes. So they make her a little cheese plate and give her a Diet Coke. Yeah. Give her just a little bit of like savory and a little bit of caffeine and Kathy. It goes a long way with her. She truly is like a hotel queen because it's like when you go to any really nice bar, like at the Four Seasons or something, they always give you that little silver tray of like some potato chips and wasabi peas and like goldfish kathy Kathy needs that anywhere she goes she lived in the waldorf yeah she needs the she needs something to nibble on i come all this way um i literally thought mauricio was wearing a she's starting hat when this i did too i was like oh my god and then it was just the agency kyle's birthday dinner why did i write oh she gets a giant bouquet from chris jenner and i wrote this is gonna make me orgasm Mm mm-hmm I love their friendship. She goes, oh, look, I got flowers from Kris Jenner. I was like, hell yeah. She loves it. Marisa goes, oh, that's so beautiful, baby. And then her daughters all come over and they're all wearing matching pajamas. It was cute. I love her daughter. Or Did she say this to her daughter? Or did her daughter say this to you, her when she greets her? She goes, hi, cute woman. I think it's Alexia. I'm obsessed with greeting mm-hmm. each other that way or going hi pretty kyle's a little like these are my sisters hi pretty girl four mm-hmm. sisters um i just she puts on roller skates to get ready for lisa's 70s party we find out that she used to compete in like roller skating competitions with all the other child stars who lived in la would all go roller and, skating at this one place and michael jackson i she, was like, like hung out when is the memoir coming out when will she really spill the tea? I want Kim to write a memoir, but it won't be as That's lucid. harrowing. Kim, well, but if a... Kyle and Kathy truly fall out again, 
Kyle and Kyle says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to tell my side of the story. They she could write out, an incredible though. memoir. They just posted each. They were. They're back in each other's good graces. Kathy just posted like an Instagram with her. They're not. Damage control. Yeah. I just wrote Kyle's emotionally stunted. Well, she's a child at heart. I know. Farah comes over with her gay fiance. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I was like, is everyone. Everyone's We're married. all just marrying gay guys Except now. Maurice. Yeah. The last straight man. Maurice and like And that's why they're stoned. They're like, it's like X, Y. What's up? Y, the last man. <laughs> Except it's Mauricio and PK. Just spreading their seed. Mauricio's like at dinner like, oh, yeah, that's good. Are men like that anymore? Like, is every man just kind of gay now? No, every man is being told to, like, be gay. It's not safe to be... No. Like, not gay. It's not. Everyone's like, you have to wear a boa. And they're like, all right. I want... I think I need... It's like, I need, like, a 50-year-old man or someone that's, like, not... That hasn't been affected by the gay wave. By the gay cold. The gay cold of... Like, that is truly afflicting straight men. Well, it's just like everyone, you have to have your nails painted. Like, if, like, it's like, that's all great. Like, if you're gay, be gay. Like, if you're queer, I would much rather have that. I guess I'm like very binary about that when it comes to men. I'm like, you're either straight or you're fucking gay. Or you're gay. Well, no, it's just, it's, 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 it feels like there's a lot of like gay baiting going on and like weird, like, it's like, you know, the, a certain if like a male celebrity wears like a dress on stage or something everyone's like a, a cis hetero male celebrity wears something kind of gay on stage it's radical mm-hmm. and it's like okay like i think you can still be sensitive yes there's no, it doesn't it, it has nothing to do like i i'm like dress how you want to dress expressors of course but it's like you you can feel when it's a studio decision when there's like a team of people telling someone this is how you have to dress and it's like and they're like all right yeah it just feels you can tell and i want men to like explore their feminine yes, side of course. not that necessarily not that like gayness is femininity but like what are you saying i'm i just like i just want like to feel that i'm in the presence of like a manly straight man that's your truth right i like is that wrong I don't think that's, I think anyone, I don't think that's wrong. It just feels like it's impossible. It feels like everyone's just gay now. They are. They are. Rinna and EJ eat at Firefly, which is where I was going to have my wedding. Okay, that's where I thought they were, and I was so excited. You should really revisit that idea. Yeah, maybe. Think on it. The waiter brings Erica. She goes, I've never been to this place before. And he brings her charcuterie, and Erica goes, oh, yay. I kind of blacked out this whole thing. Studio City vibes. I do have to say, just backtracking to Kyle and her life, that I'm jealous of what she has. She has a good life. She has a great house. She has like so many dogs and a hot husband and really cute kids. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. And a huge house. And there's always a turkey cooking. Like Kyle. She won. Won. She has a really good life. And I'm 
extremely jealous of it. And we see it again in play when she meets Sutton for dinner and she has a $16,000 Birkin yeah. at the ready. Kyle goes, Sutton goes, oh no, seeing the Birkin. I love also, I want a golf sweater from Sutton's boutique. Me too. We got to go there. Yeah, we should. Let's She'll probably get- be there. I know. We got to go there and like. I want her to, I want to be let into Sutton's store. I want her to like style me. Yeah. I want to, I want a golf sweater though. Kyle turns to the waiter and she goes, what is your most buttery Chardonnay? (laughs) It's like, if that ain't me, I love, give me the most buttery Chardonnay you got. But she, she, they all, her and Kathy sound like, what's the most buttery Chardonnay you got here? It's the Hilton sister way, the Richards way. Kyle's getting kooky about Sutton's date that's happening later. She goes, don't you want to show up like looking a little poor? (laughs) Wait, okay. This is why, (laughs) this is what I loved about this episode was everyone, Kyle was like flexing a little Mm -hmm. and like the pretenses of her being rich or pretending to not be rich were gone. And when someone, when a rich person says, don't you want to? When they say the word poor, it's really funny to me. No, I was like, this is the comedy that feeds my soul. She goes, you really want to show up wearing all of that jewelry? Like, don't you want to show up looking a little poor? And Sutton goes, this is poor. And I was like, yes. And Kyle goes, don't you want to give off the little damsel in distress? Like, you can help me. And then I was like, like I, need, I want someone to take care of me. And I was like, this is an incredible glimpse into, like, female psychology, yep. gender roles, like, how to present yourself. Well, yeah, and, like, I never thought about that. Like, something feels like – like, Kyle's not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I think that she she's getting it. Like, you don't want someone to see you and think that they would take advantage of you. Yeah. Like, which I totally get. But I think there's also a level of, like, you don't want to – intimidate a guy it's like when because you're gonna be wealthier than most of the guys that you go on dates with most likely and you don't want to be like intimidating to a guy when he knows that you can buy your own like seventy five hundred dollar handbag and your own jewelry like you don't need him for a single financial thing there's almost like a level of like sexiness that's gone i think sometimes with men luann it's like when luann told bethany Speak softly and have so them. They have to, to lean in. To, to lean in, and Bethany was like, "Okay, but but aren't like some of these even like the notion that like you must withhold sex from a man in order to keep him interested? Like as dated as all these things sound, I'm like they are essentially true. Men are they're like lizards. It's like written into <laughs> DNA. Men are from Mars, women from Venus, babe. Like you have to like mind fuck a man. And like withhold and make him feel like you are just like a helpless little like who me even when you are. And maybe that's like what all of us single people, we need to really just be channeling that energy and view it as like an acting class where you can be like, I don't know. Like I'm your mom. I've never seen something (laughs) that big before. Or like, you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of like play it up when really, you know, like, oh, I can like go shopping and I pay for my entire life and it's fine. That's a big order. I'll just have something light. Yeah. I'll just Oh, I've never eaten that much. Whoa, an expensive dinner. I've never been at a dinner like this. I'm a little nervous about the prices here. I think that you kind of have to like play little Bo Peep and maybe Maybe Kyle's on to something. I did that once on a date. I went on a first date 
it was a blind date and the guy was clearly from like family money mm-hmm. we went to some really nice restaurant and i didn't i was genuinely like working at a restaurant at the time and i didn't have money and i was kind of like i'll just have I, I was like i'll just have an appetizer and he was like i'll get it and i was like okay <laughs> The dates I've gone on when I've been like flat out broke, like no money in my checking account, I literally will be like, let's go on a date. And then I'm so nervous that like they're not going to pay that I just will drink only water and I won't order anything because I'm terrified. And I'm like, why should I be terrified? A, they should 1000% be paying for whatever. But I'm like. I get scared yeah. and I'm really, we're going to reframe and we're gonna be reframe like, a lot of things. We're reframing everything from loads to paying for dinner. Yeah. Like it needs to be like, we are going out and you're going to buy one of everything on the menu. And I don't have any cash or credit cards on me today. Sorry, Dole. Just my ID, Dole. <laughs> we cut over to the Kemsley's farm to Mendocino Farms, and <laughs> you're saying to the Kemsley's pharmacy. I was like, "What pharmacy do they own?" I love Phoenix. I love her too. Wait, she's brilliant. She's yeah, five years old. Her little accent, but also what the thing she said to PK. I was like, "Damn." Mm-hmm. She's. You can tell the kids are very protective of Dorit. Yeah, she's like her mom's champion. Dorit puts on roller skates for the party, and PK goes, "Oh, darling." You're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. Stay off it. And then Phoenix goes, "If she breaks her neck, it's gonna be your fault because you didn't make her feel confident." I was like, "He's like, whoa, Whoa, you're five. Yeah, how do you know that? What the fuck?" No, I was kids. They know things. Also, just imagine for a moment having Dorit as your mother and just being like, "This is the most beautiful." Like, just looking at like. You would be like, this woman is God. But you'd also, I think in the last year since the home invasion gate, I think the kids have picked up that their mom is like very brittle right now. So they probably feel like maybe a a dysfunctional need to like parent their mom and protect her, which is it's probably going to your fragile, beautiful mother. That's what I want to be so my nerves are shot. But then also stunning with a V face mm-hmm. and beautiful blonde hair, and thin, thin, thin. Just at any, and... the breeze could break oh. me. But it's very much it's giving like it's a, Jennifer it's... Coolidge and White Lotus. My poor mother. It's very it's giving mother, mother, it's mother. Very mother, mother, mother. You really have to watch out. It's not great for the kids, but I think to be that woman for yeah. just. I think there's just something very gratifying about being a gorgeous, fragile mother. Phoenix literally held onto her leg and turned to her dad and was basically like, I will kill you if you hurt my mom's feelings. Even PK, like his face kind of. And Dorit was like, Atta girl. That's my girl. Rinna's 70s party is a flop. I literally was like, wait, what is this party for again? It was like curtains. But it was just a party with curtains and disco balls and at one point i realized the only people at this party are the housewives oh i thought i guess because it's it was during like a bad covid wave but like i was there's no other guests it was during omicron but no one it was a curtained off off the side of a road was it next to the beverly i think it was at the beverly hilton and they're off of santa like santa monica which speeds into century city is in the background yeah, I was like, the road noise here. Also, every 
person that I thought was a guest was actually just staff in masks. Wait, I'm like, this is what's tripping me out is like all knowing that all of these like kind of jacked up places that they've had of it, like either at like the SLS or like the Ondas, mm-hmm. it's because of fucking COVID. Yeah. Everything is just like. I'm freaked out that everyone got that level of dressed up and an event was thrown that seven people attended and pretended everyone pretended like it was like a huge event yeah well they were like pretend we had to do what we had to do ej when she's getting ready she goes tonight we're gonna have a good time we're gonna channel jerry hall and we're gonna do it up I was like, you're scaring me, lady. Garcelle, there was a picture of her going to Studio 54 in the 80s. And she, I'm like, I need a show about Garcelle's life. Yeah. But she said that she went once. And I love that she talked about this. Mm-hmm. She sat down and she'd never done coke before. And someone at a table offered her coke. And she went to go snort. And she knocked it all over accidentally. And so she didn't have to do it. That's was, the key. But then I was like, I bet she did it. I know. I was like, you did that. Come on now. Kyle looks like Hocus Pocus. <laughs> At first, I was like, this isn't working for me. But then some angles, I was like, she's the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen. So they come in. Everyone's like, woo! EJ gets there and she goes, I've arrived. Yeah, you have. <laughs> You're the grim reaper. She'd arrived and then I would be like, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay, we, we need to like talk about, we need to talk about real girlfriends in Paris. Oh, right. Is I'm, it on yet, Dole? No, Dole. I think it starts in low temper, but like I really can't. Yeah. You can. I can. And you will. I will. I'm that ready. show makes me like really angry. I love it. I think maybe because I'm used to 90 Day Fiance. You think it's gonna give Well, it's giving like American girl in a foreign country. It just is giving me like It's giving something. It's giving me the hills, but like we're past that era. No, I'm 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 all in. Really? And it makes me mad because it's just clearly like executives being like Emily and Paris did so well. Right. So like we need our version of that. And then it also just looks like what's the drama? Like there's yeah, but, literally no drama. But that's what people said about Laguna Beach. And that was that was derived from the But OC. there looked like drama in Laguna Beach in the hills. This I, truly looks like. I think it's gonna. I think it'll be fascinating. Okay, well. Also, like, Christine Quinn is out from Selling Sunset. I know mutual decision that she's not coming back. She'll have her own show, I'm sure. Or she'll join Housewives. That would be major. They need to get rid of a Rena. crossover. I'm saying it now. They need to make her a friend of. <sighs> yeah, I think she could get bumped for a couple seasons because then, then it'll make her back. hungry again. I think that they need to bring back LVP. I do too. And make Kyle shiver, shiver me timbers. And they I, should bring Brandy back. I agree with you. I and think Christine. I would like to see LVP. I want LVP, like, I need her to come back. Yeah. I, think I thought she, never, I never thought I would say that. She's, I think we need, I think. But I think it's time. It's time. I'd like to see her with Sutton. I'd like to see her with Garcelle. I think she'd be really good. I think it's time, Bravo. Wow. Goodbye, Kyle. Goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> Maurice. Oh, God. Ken falling in the pool. Oh. 
Kyle invites all the girls. She goes, we just have a little house. And then we see the house. And I'm like, fuck you, Kyle. It's I'm like, your house has a own room for wine. Just a tiny cabin in Aspen. But thank God they're finally setting finally. it up. I got we're chills. We're still going to have to wait another. We're Like, next week is not Faggate. But I think maybe the week after next is when it's coming. Rinna, Rinna says, I want to stay. Kyle goes, so we have a house. But we've also rented another house for everyone who doesn't want to stay at, the, at our house can stay in. And then Rena goes, I want to stay with you. I want to lock the doors. And I was like, she goes, because I, that otherwise I won't feel safe. And I went, Rena, I feel you on this. I see you. Aspen is a terrifying place. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And I know exactly what she's talking about. Wow. When you're there. Aspen feels like a sex trafficking capital of the world. It's, it's beautiful in the winter, but going there in the summer, <laughs> I've been there twice now in the summer. It, is a bone-chilling place. <laughs> when I'm there, I feel like I'm on standing on top of something truly evil. Wow. So, so I felt I felt Rinna's fear. I was obsessed with Diana. She was, I want to stay in a hotel. She yes. was, I'm a great hostess, terrible guest. And I felt that, too. She'll stay at, like, the St. Regis there or something. Yeah. I don't see her being like, she's kind of Mary Cosby in that way. Like, she can't, like, hang mm. at a house with people. Well, she also needs all the windows. She needs to, like, make sure the room's, like, debugged. And, like, because, like, the Federation is after her. I just wrote, they all bully Sutton. Yeah, they're all intimidated by her. And Sutton has never not said the truth. Kyle's even mean to her. Like, they make her dance. Like, I'm just like, you guys are fucking. You're assholes. mean to little old Sutton. I love that dancers came out to perform in masks and Kathy goes, what is this? <laughs> I was with her on that. Kathy starts talking about Rick and she goes, he's a good Catholic boy. He's an old fashioned Catholic guy. I thought of you. I am. I am an old fashioned. But Kathy, when we see photos of her, she looked like a different person. She looks like Kim. Yeah. And kind of like Paris. And then she, she this was, she was foretelling herself. She goes, you know, Rick's really, he's really, uh, you know, he's taking a step back from everything. He goes, he always says to me, you know what, Kathy, you get caught doing the wrong thing and you're canceled. And then there's a tiny awkward moment between her and Kyle where I was like, oh, there's tension brewing because Kyle's talking to Sutton and then, or who is she talking to? Dorit? She's talking to someone. And Kathy tries to. Kathy goes, are we going out tonight? And Kyle's like, I, let her talk. Like, I I don't know. Just let her finish. And Kathy goes, I want to know because you're filling up your trap. And I was like, are they go? Are they supposed to go out? The thought of Kathy, like, going out Kathy, on the town. I think Kathy goes hard. Uh, and, like, what were their plans? And then so Kyle's like, just let her talk. And Kathy was like, Bruh. Kathy goes, fine. And gets up and leaves. And then Kyle's like, what's her problem? And I was like, this is... They had a sister moment. But I think it was I think it was resolved quickly. Yeah, but I was just like, that was a sister moment. Yeah. As a sister, I felt their sister vibe. Just like something's irking you so bad just about being like, I wanna know, like I get to interrupt or like tell me what's happening or you're filling up your trap and then just being like, Ugh, I'm over it. Like, Are we gonna smoke some PCP tonight or what? Did you get crack for tonight or what? <laughs> We're gonna do some angel dust tonight. I want to head over to the Sunset Towers. We've got a whole room up there. They blacked out all the windows, and we're going to be doing some crack. Where are you going out Kathy, in the middle of Omicron? Kathy wants to go hard and chief some cigs. Yeah. 
I gotta go smoke a cig and take a shit. I'll be right back. I'm gonna take a smoke break. Oh, Kyle, when are we leaving? I love in the middle of the party. Well, she's also very... She's baby sister to Kyle in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Kyle! But the older... Yeah. She likes attention. She wants Kyle's attention at all times. That's really what it is. And she wants Kyle to be, like, deferential to her. Everyone gathers around. EJ goes to Garcelle. Your friendship is setting as hindered to friendships with all of us. And Garcelle goes, okay. (laughs) And Dorit goes... Just last week at my homeless, not toothless dinner, you said Erica has a th- hundreds of lawsuits. And that was very rude. And Kathy goes, you mean at the Homeless and Toothless Foundation? And then everyone dies. And everyone starts finally trolling the name. EJ, her head's fully down, like, away from camera because she does not want anyone to see that she's losing it. And everyone was laughing at that. Except Dorit. And Dorit goes... It's a charity that does amazing work. The work they do is amazing. And she goes, Kathy, that is not something to be making fun of. And then Kathy goes, okay, okay, dear, you're right. I have worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. (laughs) And then Kyle goes, uh... She goes, it's not an amazing name. And then Sutton goes, they should maybe think about changing that name. They should really reconsider, consider renaming the organization. I love Kyle, like, in front of everyone going, it's not, a, it's not an amazing name. Dorit is so... She's furious. Kathy, and Kathy's just like, I just love, honey, I've worked with the homeless and I've worked with the toothless. I, I'm, I'm there with you. <laughs> with the Homeless and Toothless Foundation. And then They're Sutton, doing amazing work. Then Sutton starts going off again about EJ and then, and then Crystal stops her and she goes, Sutton, you're tangenting. Stay focused. And I was like, that's a friend. Mm-hmm. Sutton, that was Crystal being like... I got you, but you need to like... Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. I love their friendship. Does it make me emotional? Is it weird that it makes me emotional? No, I like it. That they have like... I like that they're over... Sisters. Even like after Crystal tried to weirdly throw her under the bus in yeah. the beginning of the season, they're like seemingly moved on. Rinna squawking. She goes, I'm trying to work out Greece. <laughs> And I was like, okay. Okay. And then Sutton goes, she's trying to like speak to Erica and be diplomatic, but also like stand in her truth and her read of the situation. She's like working out her words. She goes, I never should have said what I said. Um, And there's like thinking and EJ goes, and I have a drinking problem. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, but we'll get to that later, ma'am. And looks right at Garcelle. Ma'am. I was like, you're a blackout. Yeah. And Garcelle <laughs> goes, okay, like, let's get to it now. What's the problem? I just wrote Garcelle's in just incredible. Mm-hmm. And EJ goes, if I had a problem, you'd be the last to know. Because these women are the closest to me. And Garcelle goes, I get it. You make that very clear and you remind us constantly. God, I know. You say that every other day. <laughs> I was like... Hell yes. And then Erica goes, Sutton goes, Erica, I will be calling you tomorrow on the phone. And then Erica goes like this. Please don't. Please don't. Don't call. I was like, you want her to call. This is your like horny. This is making you like. She said earlier in the episode when she was at Firefly with Rinna, she was like 
Sometimes she's kind of fun. They like Sutton. Sutton's a good time girl. Mm -hmm. Please don't. Please don't. And then Kathy is still on the homeless and toothless thing. She can't let it go. And she turns to Garcelle. Because I think Kathy and Garcelle, like, troll together. They've texted about homeless and toothless foundation. And Kathy goes, God, she's she's getting so upset about it. I'm going to call her tonight on the phone and just go, homeless, toothless, homeless, toothless. And Garcelle goes, Kathy, Kathy, I'm not getting involved in this troll. She goes, I'm going to call her tonight. I was like, oh, my God. No one can say what it is is exactly. It Everyone's is, like, toothless and homeless. They do amazing things. They're doing amazing work. Honey, I know. I've worked with the homeless and I've worked with the toothless. I get it. You may have teeth, but you're still homeless. This is Kathy. You have anything to nibble on? She's a bunny. She is a bunny. <laughs> a racist. Allegedly. Homopho- allegedly racist. Allegedly homophobic bunny rabbit uh two more weeks until we really get to the bottom of aspen aspen is upon us let us know what you think about Aspen looms when do we think aspen when what do we, i want to hear... start thinking about what we're gonna think about aspen we need to talk about aspen i want to hear what people's true theories are i think right like the general accepted theory which is completely unfounded which we have helped perpetuate is that she called a gay man F-A-G. Well, we saw there were... It's not... We didn't make that up. There were... Well, there were like... There were no real... There's no real sources. Source close to me. No, no, no. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what's coming. It, if anything, it definitely looks like Kathy and Rinna are going to have it out. Rinna's losing her... Rinna, I think footing, she... though, because I'm just like, everything you say, like, you're just trolling... And you're on the wrong side constantly. And it weirds me out because I know that Rinna is smart. So I'm like, why are you? What? This seems like very un. She's been really unsavvy. Could Does be she grief. just? Is she just like really tight with EJ and she's just going to have her back no matter what? I think so. Something's up. Damn. Anyway. EJ um, did like fund her Rinna beauty, didn't she? Yeah. The plot thickens. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.